0: Thank you for joining me for this podcast. So today I decided I was going to have change conversations with myself. And the reason why I decided to do this is because there are things that I wish somebody would have told me or taught me uh, when I started working. So I thought I will share some of my thoughts and hope that there will be somebody out there who will gain something out of this. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you enjoy our conversations, please follow, share, like, comment, and it will be great to get, get your feedback. So as I said, today I decided to have change conversations with myself, just reflecting on the things that I wish I would have known before I started the world of work. Some of them just talk to general life elements and some talk to elements that um, are in the workplace. And the three things that I would like to touch on in this episode is a conversation around money, office politics, and it's a conversation around visibility in the workplace. So if we start with money, I've always said, if I were to live my life again, I would live it totally differently and I would change my money story. And my money story literally it looks back when i finished university and i was starting to work and i got offered a graduate program by one of the banks and that graduate program had credit card had an overdraft and it felt like i had arrived but the reality was that i was starting a cycle of debt, where I had had conversations with myself that said, as long as I can pay the debt, I'm fine, without actually realizing that really you don't need debt for unnecessary things. And most of the time, it's actually not about money. Most of the time, it's, in fact, all the time, it's not just about money, it's about other things in your life or things that you had experienced earlier in your life how you saw your own parents deal with money and how it was taboo to have conversations around money and maybe how you even witnessed the behaviors of people that had money in your around you um and, and then you create your own stories around money so for me for anybody who's listening right now, I think take time to, to understand what your views around money are. Take time to, to fill in your body how you panic around money because all those things really end up dictating what your relationship with money will be. So I found myself... Um, in a cycle of debt where I was paying the debt, but there was just debt all the time, you know. And that for me, at some point I had to realize that there was a pattern which I needed to go deeper and, and figure out what was going on so that I could heal the pattern. And some of these things it's not stuff that we are taught it's not stuff that we we get set down um you know you get taught maybe some conversations around you need to save um but how you actually do it and what does it actually mean you really don't have the details conversations around how do you to really create wealth, um, like those are taboo conversations. And I believe we need to get to a point where we can change that and have different conversations with our kids and and, and make them comfortable around money and make them excited around money. Because reality is that, what did they used to say? Money makes the world go round. Not sure, but yeah, something like that. So I think there's a lot that we need to really um, teach our kids from an early age. And and really even you as a professional, if you're starting out to work, um, really take the time to even find a money coach. There are money coaches these days that literally look at your your mindset around money because money is an energy and how you attract it and how you get rid of it, how you create your own drama around it and how you have a relationship with it is a lot and there are things that you really need to um, be, in t- it's, it's, it's a subject that you need to be intentional around and and apply your mind to it so that you get to a point where you make good decisions around it. You have an energy that attracts money and also keeps money. You you are comfortable with having conversations around money without breaking into a rash. You know, if <laughs> you know, I know I'm being dramatic, but those are the things. Like you don't have anxiety around having money or not having money. You don't have thoughts around the fact that you think there's not enough money out there. So some of the things that I did would be me just thinking there isn't enough money out there. How can I expect any of my clients to be able to pay me? And really reflecting my own um, anxieties around money onto other people. So those are all the things that you really need to 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 consider even the conversation around um what is my worth what is my value and putting a number to that and being able to to negotiate your your salary without freaking out and knowing that you you've got the right to negotiate your salary Nobody can tell you that you can't negotiate a salary if you believe you are worth more than you are able to have those conversations. But you need to be clear what is the value that you're bringing to the business so that you can be able to negotiate your salary. And, And just that sense of comfort around money is something that is very important for all of us to consider and for all of us to really take into account. So I've had... Books that have helped, but sometimes it's all about the action. You know, you can read and read and read. The question becomes, what what are you doing around it? Um, so you you need to take the time to ask yourself, What is your relationship with money? Um I've 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 come a long way personally. Um and now I used to have a love hate relationship with money. like would we'll love each other to beats when it's there and when it's not there. I'll hate every minute of it. but the that relationship has improved drastically so so there's a lot and and taking the time and being intentional because you want to be at a point where you can create wealth and not just be living from And paycheck to paycheck because that's the most it's the most horrible space to be at if you have to live from paycheck to paycheck, and you need to ask yourself why am I living from paycheck to paycheck, and what is it that I need to do to actually heal that because there's something wrong when you're you're living paycheck to paycheck, and there's something wrong when you're using credit card to be buying your groceries. So it's critical that you introspect have serious conversations with yourself and be honest with yourself around the conversation of money because it brings shame it brings um there's embarrassment that comes with it there's guilt that comes with it there's a whole lot of emotions that that come that comes with it there's an element of I need to be taking care of people, so how can I be thinking about myself? There's what is called black tax, which is that element of you have to take care of your family, your extended family, and, and there's that expectation. All those things are the things that you need to deal with within yourself and decide whether it's really something that you want to engage with or not you know some of the things um are spiritual some of the things have to do with money and your god and 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 if you're christian it it really has to do with your beliefs around tithing and 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 your engagement with god and money so those are all the things that you really need to think about so yeah and i, I think i would have loved to have had all these conversations before um but what i know is that it's never too late it is never too late there are times where you need to fix things and you need to you need to be honest with where you're at and and be intentional about how how you're going to fix and have a plan in place of what are you going to do Conversations around you buying a car that you know exactly that you can afford. Um, Buying a car and not really thinking about the additional costs that comes with buying a car. How um, How much is the tire of the car that you're buying? How much do you need to pay for petrol for this car on a monthly basis? What is the insurance on a monthly basis? At all those things, I bet you most of us never thought about. We had excitement at just, uh, just about buying our first cars and the fact that you could afford the installment, but not applying your mind around um, what the running costs are on a monthly basis and then finding yourself in trouble along the line. So yeah, those are my reflections and those are my thoughts around money. So I had also said um, the second thing that I wish somebody would have spoken to me about when I started working is the reality of what is called office politics or the system that is within corporate that is called office politics. So in the past few months, I've taken time to explore the topic of office or Corporate politics, and most of us always say we don't do politics. We pride ourselves in saying I'm just here to do the job and not get involved in the politics. I'm. It's amazing how many times I've had, um, those lines, and I've said those lines myself. The reality, though, is that you might think you don't want to do politics, but in actual fact politics will do you in some shape, way or form. The question is, how can you navigate office politics and win without compromising your values and being true to who you are? So that's the trick Um, with most people is you definitely want to be able to be true to who you are and not lose yourself because you believe that office politics is like this horrible thing that everybody usually explains or defines. So what? what is office politics really? I think that's the question. Because we always use, when we're defining office politics, there are definitions out there and they all they're usually negative. We all look at it and talk about backstabbing, screwing over people no matter what it takes. It's about playing games. It's about sucking up. So to most people, office politics equates to negativity. But there are other definitions out there or other perspective. Let me put it that way. And though that perspective is neither negative or positive. And, and office politics talks to a few factors. Influence, power, how you create relationships, and the value that you bring in the organization. The main question is, do you understand this? And can you use your understanding? And how can you use your understanding to impact your career? Because if you understand where the power dynamics are, if you understand who has the influence and the power, then you need to be able to find a way to position yourself, to find a way to show value to those people, so that when there are projects that are out there and they need somebody to work on, your name pops up. And where you find yourself... because. Office politics is a, is, is a system and you, you need to find a way to work within that system and a way that works for you and not copy what other people are doing. You need to do what works for you and you need to understand how that system works and you need to understand which levers you need to be pulling so that it works for you and you're able to be successful. Because if you continue pretending that office politics don't exist and you continue putting your head in the sand and telling yourself office politics do not exist and you don't want to play office politics, then you are not going anywhere slowly. So you need to be Conscious about it, you need to be intentional and you need to be able to understand some of those power dynamics. You need to understand the influence in in your specific workplace. You need to understand how you create relationships with the people that matter and with the people that will um, make a difference in your career. You need to know that what you do in the work environment and how does it impact your boss and how does it impact your boss's boss and where do you feature in this organization and make sure that you are there make sure that you're visible make sure that your work is known and make sure that you understand the different dynamics that I play and stop pretending that those dynamics do not exist. All companies are political. The question is, what kind of politics is there? Is it politics that is energizing? Is it politics that is constructive? Is it politics that is creative? And some of these things literally talks to what is the culture of that business. And as we know, office politics is, is like family politics, you know. Different families have got different family politics. And if you can think of it that way and understand how you maneuver your own family politics, then you can be able to have a strategy or a plan where you can then maneuver office politics. So the line I think that just keeps popping up is, if you don't do politics, politics will do you. I would love to hear your thoughts on these things that I'm having conversations or reflections about. And please feel free to drop comments um, at the end and just give me your perspective and your view. Because this is just my perspective. And you might be listening and thinking, yeah, I know I don't agree. And you've got every right not to agree. Um, so I'd love to, I would love to hear your perspective. And thirdly, I had said I will touch on visibility. So I get this a lot, mainly with females in corporate where they will make comments that they believe that they are not visible enough, or they've been told that they're not visible enough, and I've also experienced where I've had bosses that have said to me, "You are just not visible you need to you need to be visible and I would be asking myself, "What the hell does that mean um And sometimes you might not get the detail what that means, but you'll be told you're just not being visible. So the visibility element usually speaks to, do people know what you do? Do people know who you are? When you're not in the room, do people even mention your name? All those things you need to take into account because your visibility really equates to your career success in some shape, way or form. So you need to be able to say, if I am not visible, what is it that I can do to be visible? And some of this really talks to what is your personal brand in the workplace? What are the things that you do that you are known for? Are you just known for your work? Do people even know that this is your work? What are the things that matter to you that you really want to stand for and be known for in the workplace? What value are you bringing into that space? Because reality is, if nobody feels that you're bringing value, then your name is not going to be mentioned in any shape, way or form. And have you seen where there are instances there are, for people that are working, there are instances where you're thinking, I'll just do my work and my work will talk for me. And sometimes that really doesn't work. Sometimes you need to have an opinion. Sometimes you, you need, people need to know what you think. You need to be able to be vocal in the things that you believe in and not be a person who always just is waiting for instructions and just executing on instructions. You need to understand the dynamic within that work environment and then be able to say, this is how I'm positioning myself. That's what brands do. So in the workplace, the brand is you. And it all boils down to saying, what is that brand that you want to portray? And how do you want to position yourself in that workplace? And that's where the visibility conversation comes through. Being confident enough to speak up when you need to speak up. Being confident enough to showcase your work and speak about your work and own your work. Because what usually happens is that we, we want to be humble and we want to say, oh no, it was such a team effort, it wasn't just me, which, which can be true. But you need to be clear on what your contribution is in the work that is being done. and you need to find ways and means to showcase that work so that people can know what your speciality is. People can know that if you go to Umbume, Umbume will help you with one, two, three, four. But if nobody can even have that conversation about you, then you are not going to go any way faster within the corporate world. You want your boss to know the work that you're doing and you ideally want your boss's boss to know the work, the type of work that you're capable of doing. So think about that and be intentional about how you want to be visible and what you stand for and what type of brand you really want to position. And when you're not in the room, what are people going to be saying about you? In the workplace, there are conversations that happen around talent. There are talent reviewing sessions where leaders sit and say, when I leave, this is the person who's going to take over. This is the person that I'm grooming to take over. And everybody has an opinion about whether you are the right person or not. So you are not there to defend yourself. You are not there to talk about yourself. The question becomes, who is in that room that can talk to you? And who, who are the people that can sponsor you so that they can speak on your behalf when you're not there? So yeah, so those are the three things. I hope you you can relate um, I hope um, you can think about it, just reflect on some of these things. Um, they are mainly thoughts. And as I said, it's just conversations with myself and me reflecting and hoping I could have known some of those things much earlier in my career. But it was never late. Um, I got to know about them at some point in time. And I was able to use um, the knowledge to move up in, in the corporate ladder and to, to claim the success that mattered to me or what my definition of success was. So I hope you will be able to do that as well. If you like this episode, please share, follow and and, and comment. And I would love to get some feedback. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Change Conversations. If you enjoyed our show and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and kindly post about it on your social media platforms. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Change Conversations with Mbume. I am Mbume Ndaga signing out, and I will see you again next week.